Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. The road to Roland Garros continues on the red clay in Spain as we welcome you to TC Live from Madrid. A combined 1,000 event now going for two weeks as we are just one month away from the year's second major in Paris. Here's what's on the way. He made the Madrid final in 2013. Now 10 years later, can stand the man, wake up the echoes, and compete for big titles again. Plus, after an early exit, Emma Kanu now facing some challenges she hasn't had to deal with since winning the U.S. Open. And can Carlitos repeat as champion in Madrid? We'll look at what stands in his way of winning back-to-back in his home country. A lot to get to over the next 30 minutes as we welcome you into our studios here in Santa Monica, California. Steve Weissman back alongside Riley Opelka. Riley, great to have you here. And we got the Hall of Famer, Andy Roddick, as always. Big show coming your way. Riley, uh, welcome back to the TC Live set. How are things going? How's your health? What's, what's new? Thanks. Yeah, great to be back. Uh, the wrist is coming along. I'm, I'm not in the splint as much. I'm still kind of sleeping in it and doing some things in it, but um, the wrist is coming a long way, um, taking it day by day, but the rehab process has officially started as of Monday. All right. Re- rehab on the way. Looking forward to seeing Riley uh, hopefully back on the court as soon as possible. A- Andy, Madrid is underway. We- we're close to Roland Garros. What are you thinking? I wasn't, I was kind of like a part-time participant during the clay court season, Steve, but I always felt at home uh, in Madrid because the uh, stadium actually looks like the inside of a Chipotle. (laughs) And what does that mean? Have you ever been to a Chipotle? I have. Steve? I have. Now, as you're watching these highlights, you just take it all in and get back to me, okay? Okay. Is is the guacamole like 550 extra to, to get inside Kahamahika? We'll find out. Uh, here, by the way, the oldest player in the draw, 38-year-old Stan Vavrenka. We flash back to a decade ago. Stan the man made the final in Madrid, falling to Rafa Nadal in straight sets. No Rafa in the draw this year, but Vavrenka back. His 118th appearance at a Masters 1000 event. Only one player, age 38-plus, has reached a Masters quarterfinal. Can Stan do it? Take it on Maxime Cressy, Andy, and the former UCLA Bruin. Looking for his first win on clay since Munich last year. Yeah, this should be a decent surface for Cressy, just because he does come forward a bunch. Uh, big altitude serve should get through the court. Uh, but Stan, uh, as he's known to do, fighting through, has lost a lot of close matches at the highest levels uh, of the tour, needed to get through. And this backhand, when it's, when it's working, is still vintage. I like this shot even a little bit better, Steve. Kind of plays a short one, and then Cressy had no clue that was coming. Was a mannequin when Stan hit that, and then Stan steps up, closes out on his serve. He says, get up. I don't know who he's talking to, but he wants him to stand up. Uh, Stan Wawrinka moving on. 19 aces, won 80% of his service points. Oh, yeah, you know what it means to Stan. Right. He must still feel a little bit of tension. I mean, that match, it went right down to the wire. 
yeah, it's all when you play a match like that against player like like him here in those uh, fast and high condition, it's uh, it's tense. You have to be really on the ball, every ball. You don't get a, a lot of rally. You don't really enjoy. There is no enjoyment <laughs> of long rally on the clay. You have to. You have to take the, any opportunity that you you got. Uh, a match like that, one two point change the change the game, and I'm I'm happy it went my way. Forty one winners, just eighteen unforced errors. What impressed you the most from his performance today? He made so many adjustments. The matchup was a nightmare one for him. He's not you know always comfortable playing servers, especially in altitude, uh, especially a serve and volleyer. He likes to chip his returns. It's hard to get chip returns at guys' feet in altitude and. He made an unbelievable adjustment in the second set. He started changing his return positions, and then you started seeing the vintage backhand passing shots on key moments like, like Andy mentioned. That, that backhand is a thing of beauty. Stan Vavrenko, we saw, made the final here a decade ago. Andy, can he still compete for this type of a title? Uh, I, I don't know. Um, you, you hate to say no and then look like a dummy, but um, I don't know that he's on the short list of contenders week to week. Uh, anymore, but I will say uh, one thing he did really well today was manage the early parts of his service games pretty well against people like Pressy and that 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 guy standing uh, or sitting next to you, Steve. You don't want to find yourself down love 15, 15, 30, and to where you know they're going to hold the majority of their service games. You do not want the scoreboard pressure to be applied time after time after time after time. I thought he did a good job of kind of protecting a serve and get early leads in a service game. Yeah, outserved Maxime Cressy, saved both of his break points, converted the only one he had, gets Andre Rublev next. Much different opponent, but says that's the reason I keep playing, to play the top players and try to beat them. How about Alexander Bublik and Daniel Galan? Bublik has not won a completed match at the tour level, Riley, since February. Galan coming off the finals of a challenger in Sarasota. That just shows you the depth of, of the ATP tour. Galan just came from a, a challenger where there's probably less than 40 seats available there in Sarasota, and he's playing a big match here against Bublik. Uh, there's a comparison with Bublik and Kyrgios. I, I understand it, but, you know, he gives off this persona that he, you know, so nonchalant and, and doesn't care. But as you can tell, key moments of this match, he completely froze. He, it shows that he, he really does care. This is a, a big match for him. He needs to get some matches under his belt. And when you're, you know, in a rut like that, and you've lost six, seven, eight matches in a row, uh, it's even more difficult to, to come out on top. And eventually he did. It took him nearly, it seemed like a dozen match points, but he ended up getting it done. Had 17 aces, snaps a five-match losing streak, and caught up with Prakash. Unreal match, roller coaster. That first set breaker. I don't even know what was going on in your head. What do you think was the best thing of all the things you did well today? Well, the best things was the two returns on, I guess, eight, seven, and eight all. Then a double fault, of course, to finish it up. You know, to spice it up. These who wants, things, to, who wants to win 10-8? You know, and can win 17-15. <laughs> And then, uh, of course, the pass. The pass, uh, I tried to, I mean, I, I did everything. I mean, I tried everything. The guy was playing unbelievable, in my opinion. I mean, I, for me, it was the only way to get some amazing shot on the set point, and I did. Double fault to spice things up. Gotta love that. David Goffat, he's got to reach the fourth round here to avoid falling outside the top 100 rally for the first time since July 2014, taking on Roberto Carballas Baena. Again, it's a... Cavalos Baena is high on confidence, just coming off his first ATP title. He's a great clay quarter. David Goffin is a former top 10 player, and like you said, he's dropping out of the top 100 for the first time here. And, um, you know, part of it, he's gotten a little bit older. He relied so much on his movement and his speed that 
you know, once you're, you hit 32 years old, you lose half a step. It's detrimental. That's like, you know, me or Andy losing four or five miles per hour on a serve. It's so hard to compete when you're half a step slower. Down to 115 in the live rankings. Carvias Baena gets the nice win over Gauffin. And then on the women's side, new mom, Alina Svitolina, continuing her return. She played Charleston. Then a couple ITF events in Switzerland, Portugal. Andy taking on Alexandra Sasnovich. Yeah, it, it's just so tough after a long layoff, especially with all the responsibilities of motherhood thrown in as well, Steve. You can't exactly be selfish about your preparation, but kudos to Svitolina for, for really putting up a good fight today. Uh, made a, a hell of an effort in the second set to get up 3-1, uh, had some nice rallies. If I'm in her camp, I say there's a lot of good to take take out of this match. Ability to switch directions. You can see uh, the competitive nature was it was never going to go away. But Sasnov is just a little bit tougher as far as matches go. Has been playing regularly. Shots like that, the little uh, movement in and out of the court, uh, backwards and forwards. And so I actually thought there was a lot of good uh, from Spitalina today. But obviously Sasnovich uh, a little too tough playing regularly uh, these days. Five more winners for Sasnovich. Converted half of her eight break points. Takes the victory over Alina Svitolina. Some tough news here for former U.S. Open champ Emma Raducanu had to pull out of Madrid with a right hand injury. What's your reaction to that, Riley? She's so young. I mean, I, she's such a, such a great talent, but it takes time to, to build up the endurance to withstand a whole season on tour. It's just, it's a brutal sport. It demands so much of you physically and you kind of learn as you go. She'll have a rehab protocol that's going to strengthen her hand, and it probably won't flare up again. And unfortunately, you have to kind of go through it in order to figure it out. And eventually, you know, hopefully she'll have a whole routine ready to go and where she'll be able to withstand a whole season. Yeah, she had a press conference yesterday. I think 16 questions. It was something like 58 words of response. You never know what somebody's going through. Obviously, today we find out that she's injured and, and not able to play the tournament, Andy. But uh, now outside of the top 100, 101 in the live rankings, potentially could need a wild card for, for Wimbledon coming up later where she made her big breakthrough a couple of years ago. What, uh, what do you think is in store for Emma in the future? Yeah, I have a sneaky suspicion that she might just get that wild card into Wimbledon. <laughs> um, I, I, it's It's been a strange uh, deal since the U.S. Open. Uh, obviously, the expectation set that comes along with it kind of coming out of nowhere, coming from qualifying to all of a sudden being a global superstar is a lot to ask. Uh, the thing about these injuries is there seems to be a lot of stop and start. There's not uh, it, there, there hasn't been an injury that's kept her out, let's say, two or three months at a time. Right. So it's always kind of been the stop and start and a week here, a week there, but never actually taking away uh, a big chunk of time. So hopefully that's still the case and we're not dealing with something uh, more serious. Uh, but I mean, listen, we're, we're coming up on a couple of years since that U.S. Open victory. And I thought uh, Riley's uh, definitely right with you have to be able to learn the ins and outs of tour. But we're almost two years on from from that now. So you hope she's getting the right advice on how to go uh, about the program, not just with the wrist and not just with this exit from Madrid, but about the January through November, how are we going to pace ourselves? What are we going to play? What surfaces am I best on? Uh, I, I think it's really hard to boil the ocean. So a focused set of advice is, is something that at least outside looking in and what the hell do I know, Steve? But uh, it, it seems like she's getting a lot of there are a lot of voices in the room and it doesn't seem uh, super focused. But we hope she gets back and healthy because uh, she is a superstar. And that, that press conference was alarming yesterday because through all the peaks and valleys, she's been a total pro.
Yeah, uh, listen, first of all, you know exactly what you're talking about, Andy. And, and as Riley said, still young. She won that U.S. Open as a teenager. Plenty of time for Emma Raducanu. But as you said, Andy, we want to see her healthy. We want to see her competing back on the court. A lot more still to come here on TC Live from Madrid. We've got Chanda's FanDuel pick of the day. Plus, on the men's side, Carlitos. Is the Madrid runway clear for him? A big birthday coming up. Will there be more celebrations in Madrid for the Spaniards? Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Andy Riley, Steve, back on TC Live. Mark your calendars for the year's next major. Just a month away, Tennis Channel once again will have exclusive daily live coverage of Roland Garros. Don't miss any of the action from the red clay in Paris beginning Sunday, May 28th. All right, time now for our FanDuel match preview. Chanda Rubin has been doing a spectacular job all season. Look at that record. 21-8. and eight. Ten Chanda Bucks on every match. She's up uh, almost 20 Chanda Bucks, Andy, I know you were filling in a little bit uh, a couple weeks ago, but, uh, Ch you know, Ch Chanda's leading the way, huh? She she is. Uh, she was good as gold in Indian Wells. I think I came into the studio one day and ruined it all for her, but uh, I, I remember that specific pick. As successful as she's been, I'm never going to forgive her for that Davidovich Fokina pick over Medvedev. That was ridiculous. That was tough. That, that started a bit of a losing streak. But we'll, we'll, we'll see if she's back on the winning ways because she's got a big pick coming in. Pick of the day for tomorrow, and we've got Carolina Muhova already has one win, taking, uh, taking on Arena Camilia Begu, Riley, what, what do you think of Muhova? That's a tough matchup there. Um, hard to say. I think uh, Muhova, that was Chanda's pick, was Muhova? Yeah, yep. Yeah, I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to go Begu. <laughs> You're take, taking Begu? Controversy. Yeah. I mean, you win more Chanda bucks with Begu because, you know, she's the underdog, plus yeah. 200. So. I like the underdog in this situation. All right. Well, well, tomorrow on TC Live, we'll see who was right. Right now, FanDuel given. All new users, 10 times your first bet and bonus bets, up to $200, win or lose. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app now. Start making every moment more. Chanda will be calling matches bright and early tomorrow. And then, of course, on TC Live next week as well from Madrid. The last American woman to win this title, Serena Williams. That was 10 years ago. A tournament high 12 American ladies in the draw this year. All the highlights on the way. Weissman back on TC Live from Madrid. Two-week tournament this year for the men and women, 1,000 level. Katie McNally, she's been rising up the ranks in singles, Andy. Now inside the top 70, taking on Dalma Golfi today. 
Yeah, it's been great to see uh, Katie McNally really commit. It's been a long road, uh, longer road on the single side than it has been on the double side. Uh, but she stayed there. She's been determined. Uh, it, it's fun watching these points because I can almost see her on the other side of the court uh, while she's playing in this highlight. But uh, cruises through the second set, uh, no problems there. And then fights and fights and fights. Get up uh, there in the third set. Uh, this point especially, hitting a nice, guessing the right way, and then hitting a nice passing shot uh, to give herself a, a couple of those uh, match points uh, of which she was able to, to close it out. A good win for Katie McNally uh, on the clay in Madrid, and uh, nice to see her having uh, success in the singles court. Yeah, five breaks to serve in this match. That ranking keeps going up and up. Here's another Tennis Channel family member having some success. Jeannie Bouchard came through qualifying. In fact, her first main draw... WTA Tour 1,000 level berth without the benefit of a wild card, Riley, in more than four years, taking on Diana Yastremska. Wow. Yeah, she's got a new team behind her, Eric Heckman. She's down in South Florida as well. And, um, yeah, it's, it's great to see. She's had a rough battle with, with injuries, and it's just a bunch of things, strands of bad luck one thing after another. But, you know, great to see her playing back at a high level. This is, this is a great match, a good win, especially coming from a, a set down. And also stringing together, this is three matches now. So she's got to have some confidence underneath her, and hopefully she can kind of get back to, you know, where, where she was. And former top five player in the world Wimbledon finalist, Jeannie Bouchard, working her way back. A three-set win. Some other scores from around the grounds today. Emil Rusevori in straight sets. Amanda Anasimova goes down in two. And how about Mira Andreeva taking out Layla Fernandez, just 15 years old, was in the Australian Open Juniors final that's her first WTA match win today. That's remarkable at 15 years old. Unbelievable. All right, time now to enter the social net. And uh, Steve Tigner's got an article on Tennis.com right now on the Madrid draw that has no Novak Djokovic and no Rafa Nadal. So the question, Andy Roddick, can that man, Carlitos Alcaraz, be stopped? What say you? Can he be stopped? Yes. Will he be stopped? To be determined. I think he's... I think he's the outright favorite uh, in, in a lot of the tournaments he enters. And it seems like we keep kind of getting this Novak Alcaraz ships passing in the night thing where we're not actually seeing them go toe-to-toe. Uh, -to -toe. But what a breakout it was for him at this tournament last year, uh, beating Rafa and Novak back-to-back -back and then uh, drilling Zverev in the final three and one. Uh, quite the performance. And there's no reason to think that uh, he can't be holding that trophy again at the end of, at the end of this event. Yeah, how about that run he had last year? I mean... Probably one of the toughest draws you can have on the way to a title if it's not at a Grand Slam. And Carlitos was able to get that done, Riley. Look at that. I mean, coming through not only that, Cam Nori in three sets, Rafa, Djokovic, and then Zvera. Yeah, I mean, this guy is as good as they come. I've never seen a, a guy move so well in my life on a tennis court. His speed is off the charts. He does everything as, as good as everyone else. It's just a matter of, you know, can he keep it together and keep it in between the ears like Novak did. May 5th, Andy, he turns 20 years old, had nine titles as a teenager, 13-1 and one on clay this year. Uh, I mean, what, what do you make of his career thus far, what he was able to do as, as a teenager? Well, the titles are one thing. The types of titles are, are, are a different thing entirely. Winning Miami, winning uh, Madrid, winning the U.S. Open, uh, going toe-to-toe, -to -toe, getting the top five, top ten wins. Um, it, it's not as if he was busy picking off uh, 250s along the way. 
Um, he's as good as I've ever seen. Uh, a, a more complete product than any other player I've seen at, at 19 years old. And I don't say that to be uh, hyperbolic. That doesn't mean he's going to be better than than Roger uh, Rafa or Novak. But as far as a polished tennis player uh, with multiple things to go to every single day in his arsenal. He's as good as I've ever seen at 19. Yeah, none of those guys got to number one in the world as a teenager, Riley. And as we enter Roland Garros, right? I mean, Rafa, there's a lot of question marks. Novak now, some question marks as well. Is Carlos Alcaraz your favorite to win the year's second major? Absolutely not. I mean, you have Rafa Nadal still in the draw. If he's in the tournament, my life is. If my life's on the line, I'm, I'm going Rafa every time. Um, just out of respect, you kind of have to. But behind Rafa, for sure, I'd say Carlos is the only guy uh, that, that could beat him there. And, and also, I, I like his chances against Novak at the French. So you put him above Novak. You go Rafa, Carlitos, Djokovic. Uh, yeah, I, it's hard to say. Again, even with Novak, it's hard to count him out. But those two, uh, I'd give them the same odds to win the tournament, Novak and, and Carlitos. That's how good this guy is. And we're talking about the two greatest players that have ever played tennis and you know, he is potentially favored above them. I mean, that's how crazy this discussion even is. Yeah. But he is that good. As Andy said, his tennis, his skill set is, is the best I've ever seen. We can't, you know, it's so hard to tell how he'll handle adversity throughout the next 12, 15 years. That you, no one can say. But in terms of what he can do on the court, I don't think there's anyone I've ever seen like it. Andy, real quick, do you agree with that? Rafa, Carlitos, Djokovic? Well, I have a hard time making someone the favorite who we haven't gotten confirmation that they're actually going to be in the tournament yet, uh, which we which we haven't gotten from Rafa. But absolutely. I mean, Rafa, he, he's the most um, it, 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 he's the best at that tournament than anyone will ever be at any event in sports. Uh, but my only question mark is around is around his body and, and, and will he actually be healthy? So if, if I'm forced to choose right now, just based on, you know, prep work and everything else, uh, you know, it'd be tough to I would take a healthy Alcaraz over uh, might be playing the tournament, Rafa. But that's 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 my only caveat. Yeah. And that's how good Carlitos Alcaraz is, by the way, starts his tournament in Madrid Friday against Emil Roussevori. Looking at that one right here on Tennis Channel. Our coverage, of course, begins 5 a.m. Eastern coverage on T2 at 8 a.m. Eastern. We're back on TC Live 3 p.m. Eastern and encore coverage all day long right here on TC. Back with more after this. Favorite moment of the show. It's our hot shot from Barcelona, Andy. This is from Barcelona. You know how good it is that we have to show you a shot from Barcelona? This is absurd, Steve. And when you see it in the slow-mo, there's a couple things. One, the movement to the forehand to slide into it, to barely get it back. RBA taking, but then full slide above your head on the backhand side. And oh, by the way, had RBA somehow been there, watch this recovery off this shot. See, he was already back in the court, no look, and was already a step back into the court and getting ready for the next one. That's Absolute physical freak. <laughs> Unbelievable. Amazing stuff. All right, taking a look at the lineup on Thursday, 5 a.m. Eastern, right here on Tennis Channel. Got some great matches. Coco Golf in action. Paula Bedosa, Andy Murray, former champion in Madrid in action. How about Arena Sabalenka as well? For a preview, let's head back to Madrid with Danny and Prakash.
right, Steve, back here at our FanDuel desk. P, two-time champion here, Andy Murray, taking on the Italian qualifier, Andrea Vavasori. What do you, should we expect from Murray on his second tournament back on the dirt? Well, one, I think his expectations are going to be a little bit higher because he's going to give this clay court season a shot. We weren't quite sure after that rough loss to Deminar in Monte Carlo, but he signed up here. He's playing a 125 in Bordeaux before he goes to the French Open. So I think he's going to come in and play some good tennis. And a qualifier, 27 years old. I think it's as good a draw as you're going to get. I also like the altitude for Andy. Perhaps make the points a little shorter, play a little bit more aggressive. Looking forward to some exciting Thursday action here in Spain. All right, thanks so much. Doing a fantastic job with those interviews on site as well. Let's break down some of these matches. And how about Dominic team, Kyle Edmund? I mean, these are guys that are now in their late 20s. Kyle Edmund was ranked 14 in the world. Now he's around 500. Dominic team was ranked three in the world. Now he's right inside the top 100. Edmund has not won a match this year. Dominic team, 6-11. and 11. Uh, What do you make of this? I mean, surgery for Edmund was a brutal one on the knee, and, and Dominic team had a wrist injury. And the risk to a tennis player is like an Achilles heel to a sprinter. And it, it, quite the acceleration on the forehand, the kick serve, is, is not quite the same yet. You know, I spoke with him a little bit in Indian Wells. I'm dealing with a wrist injury as well. He said it's back. He said he has full confidence in it for the first time. It seems like he's still coming to grips with his movement and everything else. But I think team's kind of the favorite there. Yeah, I think that's right. And team made a couple of quarterfinals in the last month or so. So starting to see a little bit of progress there. Edmund still looks like he's uh, uh, filled with hope as opposed to knowing confidence, right? Uh, I actually like team in this matchup and to kind of piggyback on what Riley said. The biggest thing I've seen, uh, the kick not getting up in a way, but also just the RPMs in the forehand are not there like they used to be in the misses are a little inconsistent. You'll see one halfway up the net, one will be four feet long. That's a sign of range, right? When you're not able to adjust uh, with what you actually have going uh, that day. But I will give team some credit here. As hard as it's been getting back, you never see him get a hangdog look during a match. He's always just an uber professional or worker. I hope that he gets back to full flight. Yeah, and, and this is the time of year. I mean, this guy made a couple finals at Roland Garros, and I think, like Andy said, needs to get the confidence in himself. Physically, as you mentioned, he's there. But mentally, as you know, as a tennis player, that's, that's 90% of it. Does he believe in those shots that he can come through? A lot of great matches to break down tomorrow. Andy Riley will be back here on TC Live to break it all down. We're averaging like six foot three on TC Live this week. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good crew here. They're making me a little bit taller. Enjoy the action from Madrid. Encore coverage all day long.